you're probably wondering, who is that old codger up there? For those of you who do know who I am, you're probably thinking, oh no, it's Mooney. This is going to be bad, and it, yikes. Well, we're here to talk about the budget. You can see the anticipation in this group is palpable. <laughs> what can be more exciting than um, listening to an old bean counter talk about the budget? This is going to be dry and long, and I'm going to need water. I see that Kelly's not speaking today, so I've got till 1230. <laughs> so, so fasten your seatbelts. This is exciting stuff. By way of introduction, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Jack Looney. Judy and I, Judy, my wife, the smiley one in the singing group, is been members of this congregation since 1973. The other end of the singing group is my oldest son who was born in 1974 in this congregation. I've been the treasurer of this congregation for the, since the turn of the millennium. That's year 2000. And Marshall Hare was my predecessor. He retired from it at that time after, after 40 years. We... Um, we just had the Lord's Supper, and I expect some of you are thinking, there's a collection, and okay, they want me to give money, where does that money go, what's it used for, and who kind of controls that? And um, just a little bit of history on, on the, the structure of the church. The church is, this church is an autonomous church. There's no head office, there's no denominational structure, so if there's, the money that's given here is, is uh, Money that's contributed is controlled by or directed by the, uh, the leadership of this congregation. If there's surpluses, they are uh, they stay with this congregation. If there are shortfalls, they are the responsibility of this of this group. We don't have a head office that we forward money to, and there's no head office that we can ask to to help us out if we are if we're short of, of funds. The structure of the church is of this church is such that it, it's governed by a, a group of elders. Elders are responsible for the uh, the spiritual wellness and the spiritual direction of this congregation and the spiritual wellness of, of the members of this congregation and this, this church. And then there's a, a, a committee known as the Operations Committee who is under the guidance of the, uh, of the elders. They, they um, take care of the business management of this congregation. So the budget. Budget is, is broken down into... Um, Six, classification, six classifications of expenditures, you can read them there. This year we're budgeting expend, expenditures or expenses of this congregation of $572,000. First classification is capital expenditures, and this year we're budgeting nothing, zero, exactly zero percent of our budget, zero dollars in capital expenditures. Second classification is salaries and benefits. We have a staff. Kelly is normally the one that would be up here speaking. I think Kelly does this on purpose. When he's going away, he gets these really, really bad things, like budget, and, and puts them on the agendas. And I think he's got a, a couple of an ulterior motives. One is he doesn't have to sit through them. And the second one is you guys are going to appreciate Kelly's presentations after you have to sit through a few of these while he's away. You can see our staff. We have, we have four paid staff. 
In our budget this year, our staff uh, expenditures are budgeted at $232,000, or about 40% of our, of our budget. The next classification is business facility and operations. You can read there what, what that, uh, what's included in that, ministerial expenses, administrative expenses, and business and facility expenses, operations like utilities and those types of things, cleaning the parking lot, pushing the snow so you guys, we can all find a place to park, and then after we pushed all the snow off and they graveled it so we didn't slip and slide, then we had to sweep the parking lot. And you'll notice a big pile of sand out, or gravel out in our other parking lot that we can use for filling in the potholes. Budgeted this year for our business facility and operations is $142,000, or about 25% of our budget. Next, we go to missions. Our missions budget this year is $125,000, or about 22% of our, of our expenditures, our budget. You can see there the many different um, places that we, that we uh, use our missions money. Ron Bailey, who chairs our missions committee, is going to come up here right after me. And he's going to go through many of these, um, these uh, missions that we, that we support in detail, or in more detail than I will. But one I want you to really pay attention to is Donetsk, Ukraine. In the news right now, you're hearing a lot about eastern Ukraine. Specifically, you're hearing about the, the city of Donetsk. Jadon and Mary Lee Rogers are in Donetsk. It is, it is fraught with, uh, with violence right now. It's a very dangerous place, and they are ministering in, in that environment. Ron will explain to you much more about the, the missions that we undertake, but this year the budget, again, is $125,000, or about 22% of our budget. Then we have church operations, another classification. And we have a community outreach and we have a church internal operations. A couple of things to note in the community outreach are our benevolence programs. Larry Luck and Larry and Joanne Luck head up our benevolence ministry. We have a, a, a food bank and we have a pantry and we feed people on a daily basis who come to the door looking for meals. We also take hampers, food hampers to families that are in, in need of food. And we also have, just started this year, a brown bag program that's headed up by Sharon Taylor. Other thing in there is the outreaches. There's the Mums and Tots. Carrie Nickel, who's here this morning, heads up Mums and Tots. It's an outreach to the ladies of the, of the, the community. We have the Stampede Breakfast that's headed up by Ed and, and um, Karina Earhart on Stampede Sunday. And we have Christmas Eve service and a number of other of other activities that are targeted to outreach into our community. And then church internal operations are just, you know, what goes on in, in, uh, in here, the, the assembly planning and a number of things like that. Generally, we, in the spring, we'll have a, a program called uh, Faith Quest, and occasionally in the fall, we'll have a kickoff to our fall program called Cross Shapers. That budget for, for our uh, church operations this year is budgeted at $35,000, or about 6% of our expenditures. The final category of expenditures is education. We have an education budget. We break down the way the education is delivered into children's ministry, youth ministry, young adults, and so on. Children's ministry is headed up by Linda Ason, and we pay for books and activities and socials that they undertake. Youth ministry is by Dustin Lammerman. Dustin this week has the youth who are not here in Edmonton for YC. The, uh, it's, they also have have campouts. They have a spring camp and quite often a fall camp. Men's ministry has a, a men's retreat 
and women's ministry, headed up by the smiling one, Judy, uh, is she's predominantly in charge of just the, the uh, women's retreat, has a, a women's retreat which comes up next weekend. And then the general congregation has a number of activities. One of the, the things that, that's in the budget is training. We train our group leaders, our ministry leaders. Quite often they'll be, they'll be sent for, uh, for training, and that's, that's all budgeted. The, the education budget this year is $39,000, or about 7% of our budget. The other side of the ledger, that's a, an unfortunate accounting term. How we pay for all this stuff is the other side of the budget, the revenue, the revenue side. Revenue is broken down into, uh, you can see the categories up there. This year we're budgeting a balanced budget. We are not a government. We can't deficit finance. So we budgeted $572,000 in expenditures. We're going to budget $572,000 in revenue. The principal revenue that we get is from general contributions. We just took up the collection after the Lord's Supper. General contributions are budgeted at $485,000, or roughly 85% of our, of our uh, revenue. Ron will explain to you a little bit about missions contributions. Missions contributions are, are people that, that write on their checks they want it specifically for missions, and occasionally for specific missions like Donetsk or Australia or, or uh, something like that, or general, general missions. Missions contributions are budgeted this year at $48,000, or about 8% of our budget. Benevolence, some people just really like to put on their, on their uh, checks, we would like this to go to the food bank or to benevolence. That's $7,000 or about 1%. User fees is an interesting one. The youth this weekend are at YC. The youth do not get to go to YC for free. They have to pay a part of their expense. The church subsidizes it. And so when you pay part of the expense, we, tr we get user fees. We, rec we track the expense and we track the, the user fees. When we have family camp, we track the expense of family camp, and then the people that go pay for their, for their camping. Men's retreat, women's retreat. You go to men's retreat, you have a payment. It doesn't cover all of the cost of men's retreat or women's retreat. The money that, uh, that you're charged is a user fee. And then other revenue. One of the interesting other revenues is uh, receipts from other charities. And you might ask, why do we get receipts from other charities? We get a check quarterly, or I think it's quarterly, from the United Way of of Calgary area. Some of the members of this congregation have chosen to have their contributions made by payroll deduction to the United Way, and then they can target the United Way to fund that, to send those that support to the Calgary Church of Christ. Occasionally, oil companies or some companies will match their employees' charitable donations, and so you can get a, a double up of the, of the contribution by getting your employer to, to contribute as well. In summary of the budget, our 2013 actual expenditures are up there in the center column, and the 2014 budgeted expenditures and, rev and revenue are up there in the right-hand column. You can see that last year we spent $580,000, and we had revenue of $635,000, so we had a $55,000 surplus. Remember I said that surpluses stay with this, with this congregation. So, we can deficit finance a little bit if we're $55,000 short, we have it left over from last year. You can see the summary of, our, of the budget that I just, I've just showed you, $573,000 in expenditures and $572,000 in revenue, and that gives us a balanced budget. 
A couple of things. You might say, well, I would really like to know from time to time. I haven't had a budget presentation for years. There's not much demand for it. But if you want to know where we are at financially on the bulletin board just outside the door, every week I put up uh, a couple of sheets. This sheet shows you where we are, and it, it holds a plethora of information. It shows you what our contribution was this week, what week of the year we're at. It shows you what the variance is from the budget, and it shows you where we're at uh, variance from the budget year date. And it shows you in the green center section where it says status quo projection that if we, are, if we continue to contribute the way we have been contributing to date, we will, our, our projected variance will be about $40,000 short, shortfall. That's not to get anybody concerned or excited because our contributions run cyclically and as we go into the latter part of the year, I put out a where are you at on your contributions and people catch up and so we, we, we catch up on the budget. The other sheet that I put up out there is very pretty and it's a graph. And some people are really intrigued by graphs, but it shows you a red line across there that says this is our weekly budget, and every one of those bars tells you where it was that week. And over on the far right-hand side, you can actually see what the contribution was for each week. Now, I do this quarterly, so I, the first quarter gets done, it stays up there, and now the second quarter goes up there. If we get to the end of the year, you can look and see these, this real pretty picture of where everything is for every week of the year. Ron's now going to come and talk to us about the missions committee. Missions is a very exciting part of, of the expenditures of this congregation. When I joined, when I started the, being the treasurer of this congregation, I think our missions budget, our missions expenditures were under $10,000 and $2,500 rings a bell, but it's a long time ago, 15 years ago. But we didn't have a real strong missions uh, expenditures or missions outreach. We've rectified that. We've got Ron Bailey involved, and he chairs the missions committee, and we look for very worthwhile areas of the Lord's work that need our funding. Ron's now going to come and explain that to you. Budget presentations are a challenge. Um, I get to talk about the fun part of that, and that is where we put some of our money into uh, missions, and as Jack said, that has grown substantially over the last uh, 12 years. Um, what we are doing in the missions budget is really accomplishing a portion of our mission to reach out to the world for the Lord Jesus Christ, one person at a time. Uh, the committee's there, Dave Bailey, Larry Luck, Keith Rathwell, and myself. Uh, it is, I guess, the job of ours as a committee to really search out for where we believe there are works that really need the support of the church uh, and to monitor those works in terms of their reporting and uh, the use of the funds just to be sure that that's going to a good use. And uh, we really believe that uh, this is a phenomenal part of what we do as a church. So we spend $125,000. You'll see over on the right-hand side a directed portion of that that looks like a different number than what Jack had. And that's because some people designate to missions but not to a specific mission. And that's not listed here. But those people that designate specifically to a specific mission, that is listed here. And so you'll see that Australia is actually fully funded by people that designate their gifts to that. Uh, Ukraine is substantial, or a half, half of Ukraine is actually designated by people say, I want to support that mission. And then there's a further, uh, what is the number? 
Jack's number was $48,000, I think, for, for this year. Of course, last year was higher than that in terms of people that designate on their check to missions. So this is where our funds go to. I'm not going to spend... Uh, I'm going to spend time on, on most of the big ones. I'm not going to spend time on other and uh, those kinds of things, but that's still important work. In other falls, actually, the support of local people who want to go on a short-term mission, and we generally, uh, you know, sponsor those people uh, for 50%, basically. So we encourage them to raise 50%, but those people that want to do uh, those short-term missions, we, we put in 50%. Uh, the most recent one would be Dana Ace and going to uh, uh, Estonia basically as follow-up work to some of the stuff that she did as part of the church, uh, church's missions in the past. Now, we are asking for an increase this year over last year, and that is for the two ministries uh, close to the bottom, the Regina Inner City Church and Honduras. And so I will spend a little bit of time talking uh, through those. Of course, the Moriarty work... Uh, Jason's work, he's, uh, he grew up in this church, of course. Uh, Shannon, his sister, sitting right over there. Uh, he spent 12 years in Papua New Guinea and then a couple of years ago moved to Cairns, Australia and has started the work there. This is just a little, some of the pictures and some of the, the comments that he made in his most recent newsletter. Uh, certainly a challenging uh, startup in, in Australia. Uh, it's a very... Um, well, I guess uh, just a worldly society, and they're, they're working to try to uh, connect with that. Uh, one of the things that Jason does is he works to try to be sure that there's local leadership and tries to work with local leadership. And so he commented in this last newsletter about David taking over some of the leadership. Now, David also just got uh, notified that he's, his job is transferring him, and so there's going to be some change there. I wanted to also mention that Zoe had had an eye surgery uh, operation here and uh, just ask for your prayers for that. She's uh, challenged with, with her eyesight. Our congregation supports 20800 As I said, that's all directed giving. Uh, Zambia, we've supported for a number of years, basically, through Zambia Mission Fund Canada, uh, the work in, in Zambia uh, near Namionga Mission. Uh, it is basically in support of students that cannot afford to go to high school at the church school there. Uh, but to, to give them funding to try to, to get, encourage them to get their high school education. And we get letters of uh, basically reports on that. Uh, but that work is, uh, is directed by Root Mumbai, who we've met, and uh, is very strict about uh, the qualifications for those students and how they follow up in terms of carrying through with their studies and keeping their grades up. And so it's a very well-managed uh, uh, work there. We also support the orphanage and young children work at Katsenza, which is basically a, a somewhat of an orphanage, but it's really a nursery. Uh, they focus on trying to help young women who have a struggle. There might be a mother that died in childbirth. There might be a mother who's not able to produce milk. Uh, just the challenges sometimes of young mothers, they work to try to stabilize those young children and then get them back into the families. This is not about a program to keep them as orphans for their life but is to work to try to support them and then get them back into uh, a loving family, basically, once, once they're on their feet. Uh, that is actually on Seven Fountains Farm, uh, which is a 6,000-acre active farm uh, with 800 head of cattle and maize and all that kind of stuff, and so it's an interesting operation there. And then several ladies of our congregation get together once a year and uh, do baby bundles up, and that's basically those baby bundles go to support this work just in terms of uh, helping out there. 
Ukraine, we send $28,000 a year to the Ukraine. It's one of our largest ones. Uh, we've supported the Rogers in Ukraine, and uh, as Jack mentioned, uh, significant unrest there, and that's a picture up in the top right of, uh, of Jadon as he was, I can't remember if he's walking down the street or driving down the street, he took that picture, and again, it just shows a pile of tires and barbed wire and just uh, what's going on there. Now, they are actually here right now. They're out of the country. I uh, just got uh, too bad for them to stay there. But they do an amazing work, basically, through the, the uh, Ukrainian Bible Institute, training preachers, and then helping stabilize those preachers that they, as they get going in congregations and helping set up congregations. They also do a fair amount of work in benevolence, helping out the government-run hospitals and, and orphanages and these kinds of things, and we've done some great work helping out with certain capital expenditures there. Uh, as well as, as I said, just encouraging the local church there with leadership training and uh, speaking and just encouraging people. We've also supported actually some of the, the guys that have had uh, dependency problems, actually setting up their own in, uh, organizations to try to help their fellow Ukrainians uh, with, with the challenges that they're having uh, with that. And so that's been a great work as well. The Lloydminster Church, uh, many uh, in our congregation actually have a connection with this work. Of course, our family worshiped with them while we were in Lloydminster. Uh, we've supported that work for over 10 years. Lee Patmore is the minister there. Some of you would have heard Lee here a few, few months ago, I believe, when he was here. And uh, it's a very small congregation of only about 30 people, and so it, it is challenged. And they actually, they have a challenge meeting their budget without our support. And so we've actually increased our support just slightly this year in this category. Uh, so that's what our... Support goes to there. It's just a, it's a small church. Uh, you know, Lloydminster is actually a growing city, an oil town, uh, 65,000 people uh, with a small congregation there. Uh, Ray McMillan spent several years in India over his uh, long, long career in ministry, uh, but he goes back every year now to encourage the leadership there. So he makes an annual trip and he takes people that are interested. So if you're interested, you could contact Ray and potentially go on a trip with him to do this kind of work. Uh, and he basically goes and encourages the ministry that's ongoing in many different places, uh, as well as the schools that the church uh, has over there, uh, different, different training institutes and those kinds of things. And so that's, that's uh, where $6,000 of our support goes every year. Uh, Zimbabwe, $20,000 uh, goes to this work. Uh, Vilapi and Stella Mungeni, of course, uh, Vilapi was my dad's interpreter when we were in Africa, uh, but... Beyond that, he actually went on to be the news anchor on Zimbabwe Broadcasting Corporation. So the news guy, every night, you heard him reading the news. And for 15 years, he did that until he got so tired of reading Mugabe's propaganda. And he wanted to go into full-time work. And so he's now in full-time work, has been since 2002. This is the World Bible School uh, that he runs there, as well as uh, just as a circuit ministry of encouraging 30 Rural churches, well, it's well over 30, actually. Rural churches, uh, setting up leadership within them, encouraging them, distributing clothes, food, and other supplies as, uh, as needed. This is just a picture of Vilapi at the bottom here uh, with one of the World Bible School uh, students there that uh, had come in for, for a lesson. Of course, uh, our family has a close connection with this, and so we, we make a connection with them on a regular basis. Last year we were there. We were able to take Megan Carter with us as well as the kings from Nanaimo, that's them on the right here. Their son is not in this picture, nor is Orin, but they were there. Um, and just uh, make a connection with, with the, uh, 
the church there. This, this picture at the bottom is a funeral that we were at, actually, for one of the church leaders that had passed away. And uh, then they hosted us for lunch in their, their house. They are here, actually. They're in Manitoba right now. Uh, but they will be here in two weeks, and Velapi will just address us with the ministry minute in uh, two weeks. I, I, I failed to highlight, but hopefully you caught it, 2,500 baptisms since 2002 through this work. Okay? So it's a great work that we support there. One of the new ones that we just asked uh, for approval in the budget this year is the work of Kevin Vance in the inner city church plant in Regina. It's called General Road Church of Christ. Uh, it really is working with uh, native people, but really just the down and out in Regina. And I, there was a report some five years ago that talked about the worst place in Canada to live. You've heard about it. Exactly. It is this area. It's called the Hood in Regina. And uh, this is uh, the work of Kevin Vance. Uh, it also, was also started by one of the people I'll mention in the next slide, who's now gone on to Honduras. <clears throat> but uh, here's some highlights from what he, he said in his March report. They have 30 to 35 kids that come to the party. That's an elementary outreach. They have 35 teens that attend the youth uh, activity every week. And then they, they carry that on into, into the church and basically... These young people are getting trained, are being baptized, and are encouraging their parents to come to church. And that's the way this, this work is, is working. And so it's an amazing work, having a great impact there. They, do, they are challenged with uh, their funds. And so uh, we've, we've asked to support this work to the tune of $10,000 this year. A week ago, he says, eight people were baptized, including our daughter, Carissa, a woman great in age 25, and six other teens in grades 5 to 8. So again, having a significant impact by, by connecting with the youth, giving them a stable place to, uh, to work or to uh, connect at, and then uh, working on some stability in their lives. We're also including this year Honduras. Uh, the Przinskis and the Steiners are leading this work. The Steiners were actually part of setting up that church in Regina. And the best story I have about the Steiners is they, they have almost taken a vow of poverty. They live on $20,000 a year. How many of us live on $20,000 a year? Not very many. But they have committed to living on $20,000 a year. That's all they, they take in terms of, of income. They, in Regina, they lived in the hood. They didn't lock their door because if you lock your door, it just gets broken down. And the best story I have of them is they woke up one morning. They were woken up by a, a young kid in their room, about four years old and had come into their room. And why was the kid there? Because that was the secure place in the community to go. And so that is the work that that church is doing in Regina. Though they've moved on, they're moving on to Honduras with this work, but I believe that's the heart of servanthood. And so we are supporting that uh, with this. The Przinskis got caught the fire uh, with the Steiners in Regina, and so they are carrying on with them into Honduras. You'll see at the bottom here just a note about what they're planning to do is basically train people through LST uh, and, and then uh, potentially work with the local church there in more efforts. They basically committed to five years. They don't know what they're doing. They're going to Honduras, and they're going to do the Lord's work there. So this is what God is accomplishing through your gifts. May God be glorified by what he has done.
I don't know what the most appropriate response is, but here is an invitation today to pray. Um, Our church is doing some really cool things with the money that uh, we contribute to the work here, and it is all over the world. There are people all over the world that know Jesus because of this church. And now you know that we have that kind of influence. I invite you to spend some time praying for our elders, our staff, our ministry leaders, uh, that they'd spend our common funds to make disciples who make disciples all over the place. If I just spend a minute praying about the many missions and missionaries that we support, that they might start movements of disciples who make disciples.